Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Nix at Night. I'm your host, Beatrice Nix. Um, before I get started with this episode, I just wanted to say thank you for all of the love and support that I've received for the first episode. I know the majority of it is like friends and family, which like kind of makes me second guess everything I'm saying. Um, Cause like I'm supposed to get a little deep on this podcast, but regardless, um, thank you all for that. Um, and then for those of you who I haven't spoken to in years telling me that you've gotten something out of at least the first episode. Um, that that means a lot to me, so thank you very much. Today's episode's gonna kind of piggyback off of what I said in the last one. And I wanted to start off by saying that some things I'm gonna talk about um, are gonna be probably triggering for some people. Um, you know, the point of my podcast is I want to be open and honest and transparent with people about what's happened in my life. And um, sometimes it's going to be funny, goofy instances. Other times it is going to get sadder and darker. Um, and if that's something you're not into or for your mental health, um, you don't want to hear it. Um, that is totally fine. And I <laughs> I understand Um so maybe I'll catch you next week. But I will leave um, some resources um, in the description of this episode for those of you who are struggling mentally. I am still working on myself, um, but for those of you who will understand what I'll be talking about, I just want to say that I'm very, very sorry that you've experienced it as well, and you don't deserve to feel that way. I know things are hard. Things are really, really hard. You may think that the world is against you. Um, and I don't want you to feel that way. But with that said, I am going to be talking about what it was like being a gifted kid. And I am now a formerly gifted child. So I have a lot to say. Um, and so we're going to go and chronological order of things that happened in my life just to give you like a rundown and um and I know that me being a a gifted kid is kind of ironic considering I want to pursue things pertaining to the arts um but I was you know I, I would get all A's and B's and I would be in like the smart people classes and for the most part my parents never really needed to help me with homework there was one instance actually where my mom was going back to school for some stuff and I was the one to help her through it. And I was like, I want to say it was eight. <laughs> Maybe eight is too young, but I was like young when I was helping her. But it took me going through a very tough high school program um, to realize everything I was doing academically was for everyone around me. But it took going through a really hard and vigorous high school program for me to realize that I'm not actually smart and everything I was doing academically was for everyone around me and like long story short I wasn't taking in anything I was just trying to get grades I wanted to make my parents proud of me um I wanted to finish high school and go to college and maybe get a PhD and I wanted to go to Princeton because that's <laughs> where Hilary Duff went in a Cinderella story. Um, 
But at the time, as a kid, you know, I never knew what that meant. I never knew who the toll it was going to take for me to try to get there. This idea of like what I talked about last week, having my life together. And so as I go into my life story in the academics, um, I hope that some of you will learn from it. Obviously, if you're excelling academically and that's something you want to do, you want to be like in STEM or you want to pursue math, <laughs> like more power to you. I'm glad that your brain gets it. My brain doesn't. My brain, I don't think ever has. Um, but I wanted to make people happy. I got depressed and anxious at such a young age. It makes me really, really sad to actually think about it. Um, I think I was in second grade when I first experienced a panic attack, um, even before I knew what it was. Like looking back now, it was definitely a panic attack. By fourth grade, I started to get very harmful, unhealthy habits to deal with the stress of trying to get good grades. And I never told anyone or showed anyone because it didn't matter as long as I was passing. As long as I had an A or a B, I was fine. My parents were happy. My aunts and uncles were pleased. My grandparents were impressed. And all anyone knew was that I liked to read a lot and I was quiet and I was shy. Um, but you know, that technically is true. That was true then and it is still true now. Um, but I felt so much weight on my shoulders as such a young kid before I even got into high school. That's all I had going for me. That's all that made me interesting, at least from my understanding as a kid. That's the only reason people would talk to me. And then I was accepted into this seventh and eighth grade program because I was smart enough for it, um, which I was. <laughs> I was smart enough for 7th and 8th grade, and to this day, I hope I am still smart enough for 7th and 8th grade. But essentially, it was like taking kind of like high school level courses, um, and I was actually ready for a challenge, um, because everything I was doing so far up to that point seemed relatively easy for me. And then, day by day... I realized that I actually wasn't that smart and I was only getting by at my school because I didn't have to try. And then I had to try here. But I was 13 and I was already very, very tired. Um, but my parents moved for me and I couldn't back out. My parents moved and my sisters had to go to different schools and I couldn't say anything. I felt like I couldn't say anything. You know, I, I was tired and burnt out at 13. But I decided, you know, if I was getting A's and B's, I was doing fine. There was nothing to worry about. And even if my bad habits started to escalate and I opted to wear sweatpants instead of shorts because I didn't want anyone to notice, I was doing fine as long as I was getting good grades. And then I made the dumbest decision I ever made. <laughs> when it came to choose a high school or high school programs, I decided to do what most of my friends were doing because I didn't want to be left out. So you can bet if my friends <laughs> asked me to jump off a bridge with them, I would. I joined this program because everyone else was doing it. The program was called the IB program and to this day, I still regret it. If you are at an IB school or you take IB classes, I am so sorry. It sucks. 
it sucked for me. There were a few people who made it out of there and are doing great things with their lives. And, you know, they deserve it for sure. But it wasn't for me. <laughs> They're like these super, super hard classes that are a step above AP classes. And they give you hours and hours of homework, like for each class. It felt like hours and hours of homework. Like at first it was easy. And at first I was like, I can get by. And then, you know, junior and senior year comes in and we have to take these tests at the end of the year to get the IB diploma. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I only passed one. I think it was actually two. I think it was two. But, you know, out of, what was it? Seven? I think it was seven classes seven IB classes. Yeah. But I ended up choosing it. Um, it was already offered at the high school I was going to. And so it just felt like an easy choice. I knew the atmosphere. I knew the people going, so I wasn't going to be alone. There were other programs I could have gone with. <laughs> and I wish I did, um, because I think I would have been healthier mentally. But again, I wanted to be where my friends were and everyone else was doing it. And so it felt like an easy choice at the time. And then, you know, as I've briefly mentioned, things just got worse for me mentally. But to get by everyone, and I mean everyone, collectively cheated. We copied each other's homework. When we could on test, we would cheat on test, which is... Funny, considering I ended up only passing two IB classes to get the certificate. The other ones I like barely, like I, I definitely passed like academically, um, but I, I didn't pass enough to get the certificate. <laughs> and to be honest, like cheating, <laughs> like I know it, in terms of like cheating for school, you're cheating yourself out of actually learning and getting to know stuff and that that is true within itself but in the real world you have access to a computer you have access to a calculator and there's a lot of like collaborative effort anyway there's an episode of naruto where in order to pass this test you're supposed to know these answers what they don't tell them is in order to pass you have to cheat and not get caught and i feel like that's very relatable to the real world You'll figure it out in the real world for the most part. But um, speaking for myself in terms of taking those IB classes, I was dying. I learned very quickly, again, that I was actually really, really dumb. You know, I don't think I even deserved to be there. Um, so I gave up. I decided that as long as I passed my classes, that was enough for me. And... It ended up working out for me because that was also around the time, you know, my dad moved out and my parents weren't together anymore. So no one was checking my grades anymore. <laughs> no one was making sure I was fine. And, you know, I was able to <laughs> skate by. Is that the phrase? Skate by? I was able to skate by. Whatever. Um... But yeah, I was about 16 and neither of them were checking on my grades anymore. And so as long as I made it to graduation, that was all they would truly care about. At least that's 
what I thought. Maybe they'll say something different now, but that was my thinking then. I did try for a few classes. Like, don't get me wrong. I didn't just like completely, completely give up. I was definitely drained and, you know, cheating helped me pass classes. Um, but, you know, I fucking loved my Spanish and film classes. Like, I knew I wasn't the best, but I was learning and trying <laughs> in those classes. And during them, you know, my teachers never made me feel dumb for just, like, not getting it. But the downside was because I was, like, so drained from everything else um, that by the time it came to those classes, I was just, like, dead tired. The only time I actually had fun in high school was when I was either in guitar club or when I finally was cast in the musical in high school senior year. And that is actually where I met my current fiancé. Not that I had, like, a past fiancé. I only have one fiancé. But <laughs> my fiancé, um, Isaiah. Um, so that's a fun fact. The weight of trying to be good at school was gone because I could just have fun and just be creative and do things and sing songs. <laughs> um, but <laughs> then the time came around for college and I had no idea what I was doing. Like I mentioned in the last episode, I wasn't doing well at all mentally. Um, for me, I was at rock bottom. I didn't think I was going to live to graduation, and I actually had two instances where that almost didn't happen. So when it came time to apply and go places, I only applied to two places. One was a community college and the other was DePaul University. And the cool thing with DePaul was I can get in with a bare minimum ACT score, which I already had, so I knew I at least had a chance. But I did have a teacher who made people feel like shit if they were choosing the community college route, which I'd just like to add, don't ever feel like um, you're less than anyone because you're choosing the community college route or because you choose to put it off until you're ready, that is totally fine. Um, and don't feel like shit for doing that. My teacher made us feel like shit for choosing that route. And I wish I did choose that route, actually. I probably would have been better off. Um, but like at the end of the year, she did this thing where she went around and she asked people what colleges they were going to. And for those of us who did say community college, she would make this very dramatic, sad face and like just look disappointed versus someone who said DePaul University. And she would be like, yes, let's go. And it was just like, damn, because <laughs> first off, you know, going to college within itself, like your, your typical four year university that is very very expensive you do not know what people's financial statuses are so to make them feel like shit for wanting to do the community college route like that's just I don't know that's just shitty to me it was because of that kind of mentality though because I was accepted into the, the community college as well um, it was that type of mentality, not necessarily from her, but just that idea from everyone. And as the people pleaser that I am, I chose DePaul. And oh, <laughs> DePaul University. Um, DePaul was actually where I met my amazing, amazing, amazing best friend, Risha. I don't know if she listens to this, but Risha, if you're listening, I love you. 
<laughs> even though I annoy the crap out of her. Um, but yeah, at DePaul, I was able to take classes based on what I was majoring in. And again, like I know I keep talking down on myself in this episode, but I, I'm trying to hopefully make a point by the end of this podcast episode because I want you to learn from my mistakes. Please, please learn from my mistakes. I didn't have much of a plan for myself because I thought I was not going to live till the end of high school. So when I did make it to the end and made it to graduation, well, that was news to me. <laughs> but all jokes aside, I just, I decided to keep going with editing because that was the only thing I felt some kind of passion in. And as much as I wanted to pursue a career in music, I thought that it was too late for me because I am not a prodigy. And music doesn't come easy to me. And I know it takes a lot of time and practice. And that was something I wasn't truly doing. Like in terms of playing like guitar and singing, I think I'm a very much of a beginner. Um, but if I don't get it right, I'm like I mentioned before, like I don't want to try because it's not going to be perfect. And so I kept going with editing. And don't get me wrong. I love editing. I still love editing as long as it's the right project. I thought if I was going to do this, I wanted to potentially work on TV shows or films or short films or just like anything creatively interesting. Unfortunately, currently I am not editing things like this, um, but that is a story for another day if you'd like to hear it. But college for me was fun. Again, I was just doing college because that's what most people expected as the next step after high school. And I'm not going to out any of my professors, but a lot of what I learned were also videos you can see on YouTube. So, <laughs> um, but I won't deny that I did have like a couple really good professors who taught us really interesting stuff and actually took the time to give really good feedback on whether you were doing like a script or um, a short film or even if you were doing something outside of class like they were very helpful but a good good chunk of my professors um, put on a YouTube video and called it a day so I finished my last like year year and a quarter because um, we were in the quarter system, not semesters. I finished my last year and a quarter online because of the lockdown. And a lot of them gave up. <laughs> a lot of them gave up. And so it literally was just YouTube videos for some of them. You know, you're sitting there and you're taking out all these loans or you're paying all this money and you're working several jobs like I was um, to pay for this. And you're like, I could be home. I could be doing this on my own. There are some like professions and such that I think, you know, you do need <laughs> to go to school for. But mine in particular, I probably just could have skipped it altogether. But I got the degree. I graduated 2022. So, you know, I did something. But during that time, I I did want to take like a gap year or a year off or a quarter off. A gap year and a year off is the same thing. <laughs> you get what I mean? I wanted to take some time off and I felt like I shouldn't. <laughs> I put so much time and energy and I felt like everyone was going to look at me bad. And even though I was suffering mentally, but I wasn't as in a dark place as I was in high school. I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep going and hope for the best. 
and I ended up taking on the mentality of C's get degrees because it's so true. As long as you get a C, you will pass and you will graduate. And that's what I used. And I would take mental health days. So I don't know if it's the same for every college. Might be, might not be. Um, But for mine, you had two days you were allowed to miss without any need for excuse or whatnot. Like, it's fine. Like, you won't be doxxed for that. And every single time, every single class, I would take those two days off because I needed to sleep. I needed a break. I was working two jobs and taking night classes because I didn't want to take morning classes because I'm trying to work in between that time. And then I had to do time for homework. I had no energy. The thing I think that got me through it was the fact that, you know, at that point I wasn't suicidal anymore and I was working on things. But I think what got me through it was the fact that I was taking classes based on things I was actually interested in. Because in high school, when I was doing bad, it was because I wasn't understanding and no one was helping me and I didn't know how to ask for help whether academically or mentally. And in college, it was a little bit different because on some of the projects, I actually enjoyed it. I decided just to push through it. And so my way of trying to deal with not necessarily wanting to change my major, but just like wanting to, I don't know, keep it spicy in terms of like school, I would change my minor because that wouldn't drastically affect like where I was in college in terms of like on track for graduation and I changed it a couple times um I think originally I was doing screenwriting and then I was going to do sound but I was like I don't know because I'm very dumb when it comes to sound and then I ended up choosing visual effects because that was really fun and I liked um continuing that one even though my composites were very bad but eventually I graduated I don't know how But I'm hoping the moral of my story of what you're getting for me is just know when to ask for help, whether it is mentally or academically. And your grades mean nothing if you're suffering. Because for me, I thought grades were everything. And I was stressed from eight years old. I was stressed (laughs) for the rest of my life. And I carry that with me. I carry my anxiety with me every day. I carry my depression every day. And even when I'm not in school anymore, that has kind of pushed itself into, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Don't force yourself into the university, especially if you're not ready or if you don't even want to do that. I think the best thing for you to do is... Try to find what you actually want in life before you you waste your time and before you're hurting yourself over what other people think or what you think other people think and want from you. You need to be okay. I, I learned the hard way that I have to be okay and I have to be fine mentally and I can't keep thinking for other people. I'd still do that though. I still think of how people will perceive me, but you gotta let that go. I know math and science and English. I mean, English can be fun, but those can be hard. Your typical, you know, courses, I guess. But if you wanna be creative, be creative. 
Don't force yourself to do things that you think other people want you to do. Because you'll end up like me, who has so many issues. And I'm working through them, I swear. I'm working through them. I think that every person has the ability to be great and to succeed and excel. But it doesn't necessarily have to be academics. It could easily be, you know, in sports or in music or in dance. It could be in something other than academics. And I think putting that pressure and stress on a person is so unfair. The only thing that's coming to my mind right now in comparison is Mike Chang's character from Glee, who wanted to be a dancer, but his parents wanted him to be a doctor. And so he didn't tell them that he was in Glee Club. Eventually had to quit Glee Club, and then his parents learned their lesson, and then he came back. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, he ended up pursuing, I mean, I know he's a fictional character, but he ended up doing what he wanted because he spoke up. Right? That's the ending for him? He ends up pursuing dance? I'm pretty sure. I hope so. Yeah. Glee gives most characters happy endings. We could talk about Glee another day. I know this episode was a bit of a downer, but I've seen a lot of my friends, like younger siblings, graduate like this this past month, I guess. And I was thinking a lot about of what I would tell myself if I were their age. And I would want to tell myself to not do college because you're not ready. And you need to fix yourself from what you just went through in high school. But yeah, I I hope you did learn something from this. I know, like I mentioned, like, it, this was a sad one. But it'll only get better from here, I hope. Um, if you like what I have to say, um, please stick around for more episodes. I do have more fun ones planned in the future. I have one where I talk about what it was like working in retail and the food service industry. So you get to learn a bunch of shitty stories about shitty customers that I I laugh at now. Um, So that's a future episode to look forward to. I don't know if it's next week because I have another one that I was thinking of doing, but we'll see. But if you'd like to just keep up with me, I am at the Beatrice Snakes, the as in the Beatrice Nix, as you would spell Beatrice Nix. I'm on all the social medias, Instagram, (laughs) TikTok. I like blanked out after I said Instagram. Um, And I also have a YouTube channel, which is Beatrice Nix, um, where you could watch the podcast again if you'd like. It's only just a voice track though. Um, and But then I have my two songs there. So if you'd like to check those out, check those out. Um, I'm working on a couple episodes or a couple videos to post up there. So you'll see my face soon and I'll be hopefully seeing your comments very soon. We can chat and such. But yeah, thank you for sticking around and hanging out with me tonight. I'll catch you another time. Have a good night.